Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. It was fruit tarts. <laughs> what fruit was? Fruit tarts like the candy? I don't know what you're <laughs> no, talking about. Oh, no, that's started talking. That's sweet tarts, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, sweet tarts covered in gelatin would be disgusting. <laughs> that's kind of what spree is, isn't it? Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, kind of, I like those, though. I was just they're thinking, not... what about sweet tarts covered in M&M shells, and that's exactly what spree is, and they're great. Yeah. Wait, what sort of enough... turns into a gum? Is that raz- razzles? Oh, razzles were good. I remember razzles. Yeah. I love those. They're very dissatisfying because they never go away. You just keep chewing them forever and ever. You remember when you would get a box of Nerds and then you would start out eating them as separate flavors and then just give up and just, like, dump both sides into your mouth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the best. That was childhood for me right there. You rip the top off to get, to get them to flow into your mouth more efficiently. Yeah, well, you finish the box and then you shake it and there's still, like, three rattling around in there and no matter what you do, you cannot get them out. Yeah. Remember when they it's... made that cereal and it was a box divided in half and it was totally not worth it? Was it nerds flavored? Yeah. <laughs> nerds and milk. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember Nintendo Power cereal that had yes. half uh, Super Mario Brothers and half Legend of Zelda. Yeah, that was fucking great. We should have saved that. Why do we eat it all I like know. idiots? Oh, gosh. Is it I... selling for a lot on eBay? <laughs> Probably. Everything, every cereal that is, like, poison from the 80s is selling on eBay for a lot of money. I like when people buy old candy and then eat them in, like, a blog form where you can see the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) It's always gross. Is this your new blog that you're going to (laughs) start? No, I saw, it it was like a viral tweet, but I saw somebody eating Garfield fruit snacks. Oh, God. And, man, they look Garfield and Friends. Was there a Wade the Duck in there, or Orson Pig? I don't remember. U.S. Acres crossover with Garfield? I don't know. It's kind of amazing how good U.S. Acres is compared to how bad Garfield is. It's funny because it's a complete reversal from what you thought as a kid. Like, as a kid, you're Uh like, oh man, Garfield is the best. I wish they didn't mess it up with all this U.S. Acres. But then if you watch it now, you're like, oh wait, this has a story and plots and things happen. Yeah, there's characters and you can differentiate between them. Also, I... Why are there so many songs about rainbows why are there so many weird like the twilight one. zone garfield offshoots you know what i'm talking about it's a good it's it's a good example of back when uh media didn't need to have entertaining value and so now people in like a postmodern way are being like hey remember when media didn't have to say anything or do anything no i mean in the 80s i remember like checking it out of the library and being like what the fuck i'm having nightmares now oh they were yeah anthologies but... of like garfield stories but they were horrible like uh cats in a uh, medical testing facility and stuff 
I don't know, what? I was thinking no, of that you're, one you're Garfield reading... Halloween comic where Garfield's, like, wandering around the abandoned house and everyone had died years ago, and it ends with, like, no explanation or return to reality. I heard about that one, but I've never read it. Louisa, is it possible you were just reading a Wolverine comic and you got confused? Yeah, Garfield's mm. a bub all the time, right? Yeah, smoking uh-huh. a cigar. He's got those big claws and he's always wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> yep, and he mails Deadpool to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sounded enough like something that would happen in an actual comic book that I forgot I that that's something that happens in Garfield all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Deadpool has been mailed to Abu Dhabi at some point. It's exactly the kind of thing he would do. <laughs> that he would mail himself there for attention? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> that's true. Which- which comic strip had a, a child mailing themselves? Is that Calvin and Hobbes or Dennis the Menace or something? Hmm. I don't remember that ever happening. But I, I feel like know. there was a kid always trying the... to mail themselves to some far-off land. Maybe it was Jeffy from Family Circus. I know the Muppets hmm. mailed themselves to England in The Great Muppet <laughs> Caper. Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> no, I haven't watched as many of the Muppet movies as you have, Matt. I'm sorry. That's fair. So why are there so many songs about rainbows? There's just the one! (laughs) And it's that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, what about Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Or that song where you sing the colors Uh, of the rainbow? Louisa, Somewhere Over the the Rainbow is patently about things over the rainbow, not about the rainbow itself. Yeah, he says, why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That's the only one. Listen, Jeff, I'm not arguing that there are a lot of songs about what's on the other side, but he's including both of these into there, and I'm just saying one of those does not have a lot of songs in that category. Oh, see, that I was taking about it all as... the colors, like, just naming all the fucking colors. I don't one. think that's a song. I don't think song. nursery rhymes count as songs. I think they, they're just drivel that we use to <laughs> inject garbage into our children's heads. And that's most songs, if you really think about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. For a <laughs> Do you think anyone besides children listen to music? Now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm already on board. Most, most of the music that I listen to now is music that I started liking when I was a kid. Yeah, like, agreed. I don't listen to new music. Is music just for children? Yes, I haven't listened to an entire album since I was probably 18. Right. I I listen to new music. I all the music I like I discovered in college. None of what I li- like I didn't listen to music in high school or earlier. Yeah, I really didn't either. But but Jeff, is the new music that you've been listening to since college uh like you were expo- I assume you were exposed to it in college and then the new stuff since then has been like more of the same Carly genre that you got into. Mm, Carly like, Rae Jepsen's have... <laughs> entire career was post-college for me. Yeah, see? But you and... love her. Do you? Yes, she's very good. All uh, <laughs> two and a half of her studio albums uh, that are pop music. Her one Canadian album is not that good. <laughs> okay, well that's fair. I just, I think that for most people you set your tastes and even if you discover new stuff later it's still stuff that is just feeding into the proclivities you developed as a child about music Mm -hmm. that's fair i mean i think that uh as i got into my mid-20s i developed more of a taste for angrier louder music like punk rock and heavy metal 
um, in a way Which that Which is I... really the reverse of what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Like, I didn't start going to basement <laughs> concerts in New Brunswick until I was 24, which is eight years after you're supposed to start going to basement <laughs> concerts in New Brunswick. I, I genuinely remember the time that you told me that you were just getting into My Chemical Romance and you were, like, 23 or something, and I was like, oh, Jeff. Yeah, that no. was, um... <laughs> That was 2013, I believe. Um, the year after, uh, the year after they broke up. <laughs> You're like, now I mean, the time I... I can be a completist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like, oh, my chemical romance, though. It's what it when I didn't appreciate it when I was in it because uh, it's very hard for. Annoying. Wait, Jeff, you were in My Chemical Romance? Them? Oh my god. I knew yeah. you were from New Jersey. I didn't know you were, were in you the band. Were you that ballerina girl who falls into the coffin in that video? <laughs> yeah, that was me. No, I'm, I'm their child bassist. That explains, was... why your, that explains why your screen name is Ca- Ballerina Coffin Girl. I was always wondering. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird, because that was like explicitly music for teenagers, but all the people in the band were like 25 and up. Yes, but they were very lame, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the probably thing, though, true. Isn't it? If you look at any music for teenagers, as a teenager, you're like, this band's really cool. But then you think about it for a, for a second, and you're like, all the people in this band are 30. So then by the time you're an adult, they're like 50. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't know. Well, I think a and- lot of teen bands tend to be really young uh nowadays i think it's mo- like carly ray jepsen is in her 30s and when i found that out i was like wait what but she sings pop music she's supposed to be 22 and have had a disney channel career two years ago yeah as somebody pointed out all the themes of call me maybe are themes that you should be dealing with relationship wise when you're about 16 and she yeah. was thinking that when she was like 24 right yeah, I don't know that any pop music has any deeper meaning. I think it's all just like, oh, this sounds like things that... These are words that go together in a sentence, so let's put music behind it and be done. Yeah, yeah that's fine. The, Which uh, is good. Maybe... I'm stuck oh. in a loop where I only like songs that I can sing along to, which means I already have to know them, so I can't ever experience any new music. <laughs> <laughs> but you can sing along to Call Me Maybe. You know you can. Yeah. Well, that's the so thing. If it's go. on the radio enough, then it just absorbs into your brain through osmosis, and then you're like, "Huh, I guess I really like uh, Nickelback now because I know all the fucking words to all their songs." <laughs> yeah, I guess and I'm really I say, into the I weekend. Don't talked, <laughs> I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast before, but when I first started at the job I have now, I was managing a warehouse in New Jersey. And our warehouse was on the same street as the broadcasting tower for Magic 98.3 Whoa. Uh, radio station, which meant that no matter what station you set your radio to, it only picked up 98.3. <laughs> so while we were working, that's all we could listen to. And so I have this very weird thing where I know all the words to most songs from the 80s and 90s when I was a kid, and then... Every song that came out in 2010, I know every single one of them back to front. The uh, uh, Umbrella by Rihanna, I got that down cold, you guys. That's a good song, though, at least. Have you seen yeah, that it's pretty good. Tom Holland lip sync of that? He does a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Is that your thing from online? No, that's yeah, ancient. Lu- <laughs> oh. All right, Louise, what did you do online this week? I uh, just saw a thing. 
and I don't know if it's a new thing or if I just saw it, but it was a Adidas uh, project where they hired artists to make art shoes using a certain one of their types of sneakers. Uh, one for each state. Oh, cool. And New Jersey is a pizza shoe, and I really like it. It's super cute. Oh, hell cute. yeah. <laughs> Wait, why yeah, is New Jersey the pizza shoe, but not New York? I don't know, and uh, I don't know what New York looks like, because I only the article I saw only like highlighted what they thought were the best, and then I it's couldn't find apple. anything about the other ones. So. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, about how like New York sort of gained this reputation for being the home of Italian food in America, because... A long time ago, Italian immigrants were the only immigrants in New York, but now New York has every kind of immigrant, and so New Jersey has become the place where there's only Italian immigrants, and that's it. Are you crazy? No. <laughs> there was a time when Italian immigrants were the only immigrants in New York. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I mean, think it was Italian mostly immig- Italian and Irish in in New York for yeah. a while. Oh, and that's, Jews. That's PR. You have to pay attention to the PR campaign of that. Yeah, what? I guess so. Like, uh, the grassroots, like, we've made America. Like, think about how many uh, Italian and Irish uh, descendants joined, like, police forces and became politicians. Like, it's all the PR of it. Mm, yeah, this one goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not trying to make a giant sweeping social statement here. I'm just like saying... Like, Italian immigrants were the only immigrants in New York? <laughs> like, that kind I'm of saying... statement? Like, I'm saying that uh, the Italian immigrants were the people who, like, had all the restaurants in New York at one point because, I don't know, no. other ethnicities' food scared people, or... <laughs> there is, I guess like, you're they, trying to say, but I can't They were the only ones with money. <laughs> there no, is a town called Little one. Italy in New York, and there's not a yes. Little Italy in most other cities. That's fair. Anyway, my point is that uh, now New York is a lot more ethnically diverse than it was a hundred years ago, uh, and so I think that all kinds of foods are pretty omnipresent in New York, whereas in New Jersey, it's still like, there is a pizza parlor next to every other kind of restaurant. Mm. Yes. I would I, say the so... Northeast has more sandwich shops than most places in the country. Because a lot of people in other places of the country will talk about eating at Subway like it's a thing anyone would ever do. <laughs> yeah, but counterpoint, places on the West Coast have noodle shops all over the place, and I am so fucking jealous because noodles beat sandwiches every day of the week. What? <laughs> well, I don't yep. agree with that. I agree that they have good noodle places on the West Coast, but my whole point is... I think that's more of an Italian thing than pizza, because pizza has kind of just become an American thing. Yeah, I think New Jersey is more defined by its uh, very different styles of delicious sandwich than it is by pizza. I think pizza, because of it being invented in New York, and there being so many pizza places all named Ray's for some reason, that that's (laughs) the New York food, and sandwiches are the New Jersey food. Yeah. Mm, I think I've got a pair of shoes that supports my argument. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so what did you do online, Matt? Mm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I'm currently working on finalizing, uh, well, I'm going into the final month of writing a week on weekend-long LARP uh, that I'm running, which I think I've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, LARP stands for Live Action Role-Playing Game, for anyone who doesn't know, which I guess should be LARPG, 
maybe. Anyway, that sounds like a like a Dutch food. Well, you I don't think have to they say want to role playing game because you are just role playing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess think LARP you want to include things that aren't games too. So any type of role play. I think LARP is the verb, and then the the noun of a LARP should really be LARPka. Anyway, um, so I'm that's that I've, cheese that um, fucking oh shit! It's got <laughs> oh, maggots oh, no. in it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, but I'm not sure if it's uh, um, like a Yiddish food. But lebna is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that cheese dish. Fuck. That's that elven bread. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm spread. Se- come on. Yes, I know. <laughs> that part always seemed really dumb to me because even though Jeff is going to say in a moment that if bread is my favorite food because he does all the time because he assumes he knows more about me than I do, uh, I don't like <laughs> bread very much. And when I was a kid and I read The Hobbit and then they were like, this delicious bread the elves made, I was like, really? Bread? That's the delicious food you gave them? But Matt, bread is your favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You told me I had to. I know, it's true. Um, Okay, anyway, uh, so I've been putting together... um, One of the things that I felt I needed to do for this game, because it's set in 1933 in Chicago, uh, is that I I wanted to give people some reference pictures for costuming for their characters, because I don't know that people know a lot about 30s fashion, and what I really didn't want... They think they do, I bet. Well, this is this is it. What I really yeah. didn't want is for everyone to show up in flapper dresses and like that was the twenties, and that's not this. This is something else. So, yep. um, so I wanted to provide some some reference pictures. And uh, yesterday, I was working on putting together this document with all these pictures for all these different characters, specific to each character. And uh, I, I wanted to find something that I'd looked for a couple days previous, so I went into my Google search history and looked at all of the pictures I'd searched for and the search terms I've been using. Oh, no. I have to be on every watch list. <laughs> I put uh, some of the highlights include 1930s lesbians, uh, uh, slick murderer. <laughs> that sounds like a person's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, fashionable mustaches. <laughs> Well, I can tell you there was one fashionable mustache in the 30s that grew very quickly out of popularity. That's true. I found a few of those pictures and I was like, Ugh, I can't I can't avoid this. Um, yeah, so I sometime it may be worth your while to look at your Google search history and no, never. have a laugh at the things that you've looked up in on the fly. Uh. All right, Jeff, what have you done on the on the line? Uh, the main thing I did was celebrate uh, because the sales name numbers came out for a notoriously terrible person, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos' book, uh, and it sold 152 copies in his home country of the United Kingdom of uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland, um, and it sold a fifth of what he said it did in America. Uh, and that, that makes me very happy because he's bad. Um, and it that really was the only thing me. I've done between then and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it really is bumming me out how much, like, things happening don't really affect my life anymore, because I'm like, yeah, but they're gonna say it didn't happen, and so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, f- I feel like accepting 
that we live in a post-fact reality is part of what allows it to be that way. Yeah, I don't think I can. Like, <laughs> I really kind of want to because it's it's more painful to live, like, in friction against the world we're in now, but... I just can't give it up. Like, every time I'm like, oh, wow, that's great that his books sold so little. Oh, wait, he's just going to say it sold more, and then a lot of people are going to believe him anyway. Yeah, well, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, usually, I remember a time not that long ago when somebody would say something that was a lie, and then there would be proof that it was a lie, and then that person would be ashamed and admit it, and the fact that that can't happen anymore is making me crazy. Yeah. I think also in the past less people had had a uh, like public outlet for stuff. So if someone was a shitbag and they said they sold all these copies and then the news reported like in fact they did not sell all these copies, you couldn't hear from them again. <laughs> they didn't get a chance <laughs> to go. No, yeah, I did sell them all. <laughs> like <laughs> the news wouldn't interview them, so that was that. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't self-publish your book at all and be like, but it's still out there. No, it was just like, oh, you lied? Like, you don't get to have books anymore. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I really, I just want somebody to show up and be like, no, actually, truth is back, baby. And then just like, every time somebody <laughs> lies, this, this specter They're a of slick truth. murderer. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily a murderer. Just the no. specter of truth appears behind them, and, like and shakes their head, like no, like you DC know, Comics, the specter, like a yeah, big maybe. green guy. Sure, why not? I'll take him any color. I don't care. <laughs> I guess he's more of like a pale white gray with a big green cloak and boots. Was he just green because he used to be the Green Lantern? Uh, no, he was green back in, like, the 40s when he was never the Green Lantern. Wait, he's still green because he used to be the Green Lantern? Like, it's wearing off? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It didn't take, and so he can't become the Green Lantern? He one time, too many uh, immunities to it? One time the Green Lantern well, died I, and became the new the Spectre. I think the real thing that happened was that when Hal Jordan died and then they wanted to bring him back, they're like, hmm... What other weird superhero shit do we have that's green? Oh, the Spectre wears a green hat. Done. Yeah, just throw a domino mask on him and call it a day. He already wore a domino mask. Did he? Why did he have yeah. to hide his identity? He's just God's ghost. He just likes sex parties. That's the only thing people with domino masks and uh, capes do. I think he's literally the Holy Spirit in the now, cosmology Jeff, of the DC hold universe. Hold on. Hold on, are you saying that it makes more sense that he wore a domino mask when he was a space police officer? <laughs> uh, yeah, because sometimes he was a human and he didn't want anyone to know that he had a secret space ring. Why? Who cares? I mean, that's the attitude we have nowadays, but back in the 50s and 60s, everybody just had a secret identity. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you could just say, no, I'm not that guy, I'm not Spectre, and then uh, they can't prove you wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's what Daredevil did recently. Like, he was publicly Daredevil, and then one day he was like, nah, actually, I'm gonna take it to court and sue to prove that I'm not Daredevil. Yep. And then he had um, Superman dress up as the Daredevil and show up in court to be like, see, there's the Daredevil, and then he punched through a wall. Yeah, weird crossover, huh? <laughs> Uh, I think that happened on an episode of Lois and Clark. 
do you, do you think that? That just I, happened no, on Supergirl. Uh, I, they... I want to say that I was lying. I know exactly what happened on that episode of Lois and Clark because <laughs> for some reason I still remember every episode encyclopedically. <laughs> and what happened was that people found out that Clark Kent was Superman and so he hired, he got his scientist friend to make a hologram projector to project Superman into the air saving Clark from falling out of a building, but Clark was really just flying, but everyone was like, oh my god, Superman caught him as he was falling, so he must be not him. Yeah. Pretty clever. Yeah. Supergirl conveniently has a shapeshifter as part of the cast, so when Callista yes. Flockhart was like, you're fired if you don't tell me that you're Supergirl, she was like, oh, but there's Supergirl, and I'm here with my glasses on. Yeah, it really makes you realize why Martian Manhunter isn't more mainstream, because he really fixes every problem. Like, having Martian Manhunter around, it's like, oh, well, we have this guy who can look like anyone at any time and imitate their voices and also read minds. Like, <laughs> And he's as strong as Superman, and he has heat vision, and he can go through stuff. It's like like you gave a little kid a Superman comic, and he's like, ah, no, not enough powers, actually. Yep. That's probably what really happened. I mean, it's... People complain about Superman being overpowered, but Martian Manhunter just has absolutely no rules. Sometimes it's like, oh, now he can turn into a dragon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, sure. You know what? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So let's get into these uh, subreddits we got here. I got uh, the subreddit r slash street art. I almost screamed Which, when that came up because I thought it was sweet tart, like we were just talking about. <laughs> Which would have would been be really great. good. Man, but we could talk no, about sweet tarts for another eight hours. We could do an eight episode arc on sweet mm. tarts if you guys want. Remember when they yeah, introduced okay. Blue and it was actually good? Like it was an introduction that you're like, wow, this is good and exciting and I like this blue flavor. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I, I always thought, I, I know that this is the wrong opinion, so don't yell at me, but I always liked uh, Smarties more than Sweet Tarts, and so I... No, I, I agree. Smarties are better. I would better, but they're fine. Smarties don't have different flavors, though, so it always confuses me when people talk about different flavors of Sweet Tarts, because I'm like, what, they're all the same? Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of the candy I liked more I than think... Sweet Tarts. Okay, maybe this is a confirmation bias or something, but I think that Smarties actually do have different flavors. They don't. And that they only are, like, very faintly different because they're all packed together with nothing between them. No, the people who manufacture Smarties came out like 10 years ago and said, we don't put anything different in them other than f food coloring. Mm, I think the orange ones taste more orangey, and <laughs> we live in a post-fact society, and oh, so okay. that's correct. It's yeah, a real fine. Fruit Loops situation where it seems like they taste different, but they don't. Now, you it know what doesn't... does taste different? Necco wafers, which are basically big Smarties. I like them yeah. a lot. Oh, uh, what? You know what are you saying? Those are only good for shingles on gingerbread houses. And <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though, is that, um, you know how there's, like, different color Oreos for different holidays, but they don't have different flavors. They're just, like, the cream inside is a different color. Mm -hmm. So I always was like, oh, these are all identically flavored. They just have different colors inside or whatever. Uh, but my girlfriend, I guess my fiance, Jen, um, you guess, well, I, you know, I'm still getting used to the terminology anyway. 
Um, she was always claiming that she could taste the difference between the orange Halloween Oreos and the regular kind. And I can't, so I didn't believe her. But she did a blindfolded taste test, and she got it right 10 out of 10. Whoa. Yeah. Doesn't it say uh, on them that they're not differently flavored, the Oreos? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I guess that food coloring has a flavor somehow. Yeah. Well, that's something humans believe, isn't it? Like, oh, it's just a different color. Like, it just exists in a visual way. But... Like, food coloring has to be made of something, and it's very hard to make, like, natural food colorings that don't also taste like beets or whatever. Like, I don't know. I It's pretty easy to make food that doesn't taste like anything. Look at the recipes in Real Simple Magazine. Oh, Zing! Boom! boom, 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 boom. boom. Now, air horn, air horn! <laughs> Real Simple when recipes I, are fine. <laughs> when Actually, I yeah, was some of them a, are pretty good. When I was a kid, I didn't like... Well, there were two kinds of cheese as a child, because I was an American child. There were uh, American cheese yellow slices and American cheese white oh, slices. No, I, no, Jeff! No, you, you two were British children. You had different kinds of cheese. This is all American children only have the two kinds. Uh, and I didn't like the white slices, and I was able to tell the difference in a blind taste test between the white and orange slices of American pasteurized cheese product. Ugh. Did you know that in pioneer times in the winter, uh, butter would just be white because the cows weren't eating any fresh greens? So they would, like, boil some carrots in milk and put a little bit of that into the butter so the butter would still be yellow. But hmm. butter now is white sometimes. Yes. I mean, usually, right? Yes. Are we just, yeah. Do we just not care anymore? Yeah, I mean, it's anymore. usually much paler. <laughs> like, it's weird, because fake butter is always very yellow, but, yeah. like, if you buy butter, it's usually, at best, like, a very, very pale yellow. Yeah, if this was 200 years ago, you'd look at that white butter and you go, hmm, these cows were not feeding on high-quality greens. But nowadays, you're too dumb to know any better. I think we should bring it back. Just walk into your shop right and be like, mm, What is this Excuse shit? me. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Land-O-Lakes, is it? Uh, your cows need to be fed better. I would like to speak to your wife who is kneeling on the cover of this uh, <laughs> yes. box of butter. And then the person is like, uh, I don't work here. Also, the things you're saying are crazy. <laughs> I think the fancy foil-wrapped butter is usually yellower. Am I crazy? No, I'm you're correct. correct. I, I usually okay. get Kerrygold because I'm a snob, and it does Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the European butters are yellower. Ooh, yeah, because your European, fancy European butter. <laughs> well, European butters, like European cheeses, require a minimum standard of the dairy that goes into them, mm. and so they have a slightly better... Uh, yep. Quality. The two I always yeah. see in the grocery store are Kerrygold, which is fine, which is a nice name, and it has a nice package, and Plugra, which I know is a good <laughs> butter, but that is a terrible name. <laughs> yep. And then Fart Town, which they just, they really <laughs> dropped the ball on that one. It's yeah. the yellowest butter, but oh, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It tastes really good, but because of the name, I always think it tastes like farts. <laughs> And they're like, no, it's far town. Like, man, yeah. you put that extra T in there for no reason, then. <laughs> no, it's fart town. Like, far to town. Far to town. Far to town butter. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that's like a it's Saturday like a Night Live commercial <laughs> from like the eighties. <laughs> oh, we just constructed like a perfect eighties and nineties golden age of television comedy joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, job, not really Russ. a joke. It's just a premise. <laughs> There's well, that's all that was required for an SNL sketch. <laughs> that's true. I mean, now we just need to get Tim Robbins on this shit. <laughs> alternately, it could just be like a two-second gag while Marge is grocery shopping. That's true. Did you mean <laughs> Tim Meadows just now? Who did I say? Tim Robbins? Yeah, that's wrong. Yes, I meant Oh, Tim those Meadows. are different. I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> I yeah, was like, t- yeah, that's Tim- probably an SNL guy. Tim Meadows is possibly the greatest comedian of our time. Uh, Tim Robbins is kind of an asshole, I think. <laughs> right? Yeah. Tim Robbins is, is tall... on SNL, though, so that counts, kind of. Is he... He's a tall, weird asshole. He's Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I always confuse him with Tony Robbins? That's the smiley <laughs> self-help guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, we're really going down a rabbit hole on this one. Can <laughs> anyway. I just say... Guys, do you think that there's anyone alive that's funnier than Tim Meadows? Because I don't think it's... I don't think so. As far as comedic actors go, he is definitely one of the best, but he often chooses very bad projects to be in. But he's always so funny in them. Even the worst things, when he's on them, I cannot help but laugh. He was in Popstar, and he is delightful, and I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was, because he's holding his own against these, like, very big personalities that are playing these characters in this movie, uh, and he did a good job. Yeah, he did. Yes. Oh, anyway, man, he's amazing. Okay, anyway, I got, what were the... Yeah, go. <laughs> I got r slash freebies. What is that, mm. then? Is that about, like, like, for free stuff, I guess? Uh, yeah, it seems to be, like, here's stuff that you can get for free from the internet. Oh, man, I remember when I was a kid, I had a book of, like, things you could write to companies Mm. to ask for, and then they would send them to you for free. Mm -hmm. I got so much free garbage. (laughs) I I threw most of it away. It was never as exciting when it arrived as it seemed to be in the book. (laughs) I'm gonna close these other tabs because it's very clear which one we all want to do. Well, I I haven't even mine yet, so... (laughs) I still have my my Surge-branded fisherman's cap. (laughs) (laughs) Like a bucket hat? Yeah, like like me and the blowfish might wear. (laughs) That's a thousand percent the greatest thing you could have ordered in 1998. I know! It's everything that was happening in 1998 all in one hat. Listen, how come I'm not seeing you wear that hat everywhere you go in the summer, every single summer? Why is that? Uh, Listen, I'm waiting until the day when the late 90s is retro enough that people can start throwing 90s themed parties, like late 90s themed parties, and then I'm gonna wear that hat to every one of them and everyone's gonna be like, holy shit, you made a great hat, and I'm gonna be like, no this is legit from the time guys. I can imagine the party, they carry it on their shoulders Yes, I will be elected king of the 90s. (laughs) I can imagine a sitcom doing a flashback to the 90s and having a character wear exactly that hat as a joke. <laughs> yes. I will be I will be elected king of the 90s ousting former king of the 90s David Schwimmer? Question mark? Uh, Lou Bega? <laughs> no, Lou, Lou Perry. <laughs> Lou Perry's earlier. What? No, he was 90s. 
I guess. I early nineties just seems like more eighties. Well, to the me. trouble is he was old when he was on ninety two and oh, so you yeah, think that it was earlier than it was. Yeah, that's true. There what was the biggest uh T V show of the nineties? Was it not Friends? Seinfeld or Friends. Seinfeld? Or maybe Frasier? Seinfeld. Yeah, maybe Seinfeld. ER? Does that count? That extended <laughs> yes. into the uh, I will be elected I will be elected king of uh the nineties, ousting former king of the nineties, Noah Wiley. Yeah. George Clooney? <laughs> yep. George Clooney. Oh, you know what? Probably, probably Brad Pitt. He was still very famous and handsome in the nineties. Yeah, but David he's timeless. He's timeless mm. and also aging backwards. Oh yes, David Duchovny for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was on every '90s thing: The X Files, uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, that's it. Those two. Oh are wait, the only guys, he was on. Guys, Pauly Shore. It has to be. Oof, surely. Yeah. Ouch. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, because all the other people we've mentioned have kind of had careers outside of the '90s. Pauly Shore was peak '90s and also only '90s. <laughs> Oh, what about Goofy's son, Max? <laughs> Only in the 90s was listen, he... <laughs> listen, Jeff, I know people of your generation love that fucking Goofy movie. No one of our generation saw it, okay? <laughs> there were two of them and a TV show. Yeah, no one ever there saw those. There were two those. Goofy movies? I <laughs> yeah, saw the a Goofy first movie one. and an extremely Goofy movie was the Yeah, sequel. you saw the first one because you're on that line between Gen X and Millennials. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you couldn't see the other ones because you're not all the way a millennial. I saw a video online a few weeks ago of people doing a live action recreation of the like concert scene from Goofy Movie. What? Oh boy! Um, you know, Yikes. there's a there's a scene where they go to see a concert and it was like a live action people, and it wasn't like Disney official. It was just people doing it, but the costumes were very elaborate, and it was like on a real stage in a real. Uh, auditorium or something. Anyway, uh, as I was watching it, I was like, I can't, like, it can't be true that somebody liked this movie enough to put this much work into making a live action <laughs> version of it, can it? But there were like 60 people in that video. How did this happen? Uh, oh, if I, if I was friends with the person making it, I would totally volunteer to put on like a dog nose and floppy ears and be in that dumb video. Hey, you know how we always, always talk about what pop culture thing created furries? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Goofy Movie contributed. Goofy Movie. Because it's like an entryway. It's a gateway drug. Because a lot of those women were just women with dog noses. Right? Yes, but counterpoint, I don't believe anyone ever got horny watching a Goofy movie. Mm, I would, I don't, I don't think that's true, Matt. I'm pretty Jeff sure has that personal experience happened. to the counter. No, but I'm saying that any... they did okay, it on purpose. Clear... They made it like a teen movie with like the long lingering uh, shots like up the leg. It's very uncomfortable of the way Goofy? they drew it. No, of, uh, <laughs> Goofy's son's girlfriend. Goofy wearing, like, five different kinds of Argyle socks and sock garters. <laughs> now that would be a great joke! If it was, like, saxophone music and a slow pan up the leg and you was an Argyle sock and then he got the top of it and there was another Argyle sock underneath and yeah, it just go- kept going for, like, eight minutes just up this incredibly long leg. I, that's great. We should be watching. Goofy's son Max has a girlfriend yes. named Roxanne. 
Now, so I'm, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> now, I did just say a moment ago that I had seen this movie, which is true, but if you had told me that there were no women in this movie, I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm saying that they, like, they drew her with, like, a beauty mark and long eyelashes. Like, they did it on purpose to make young furries to, like, generate them. Disney has been doing I... this for a hundred years. She looks like a slightly toned down Jessica Rabbit, basically. If you turn that <laughs> dial down to like a six instead of a ten, now she's I, Disney's Lola Bunny. <laughs> now I know that this isn't true, but I I want to believe. Like if if you were to try to convince me, I would believe you. If you were to say that Jessica Rabbit, like no one ever found her sexy because it was too obvious. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like. It's pandering too much, and it's a turnoff. Well, it's <laughs> not though. It really worked. I I don't mean like. Okay, that's disturbing. Anyway, no, I don't mean like that. I just mean like the people who were making it were making it to be like so over the top that it wasn't sexy anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if that was true. Imagine if people watch porn and they're like. Wait a minute. This pizza this delivery girl has fake breasts. How did she afford those? This is bullshit. <laughs> you mean you guys don't you guys don't feel that way when you watch porn? <laughs> Hold oh, on. Man. Wait. Actually, this was a really funny absurd premise, but I kind of that but unironic. I think I'm with Matt on this one. Yeah, no, this yeah. is not, like, I don't want to get too gross here, but I will say that if I see something that's supposed to be titillating online, and the premise doesn't <laughs> hold up to even the slightest scrutiny, then I cannot watch it. I don't care how sexy it is. If it's, yeah. like, you know, like, women pirates, like, plundering towns or whatever, I'm just like, this is not how, this doesn't make any sense. I can't watch this. Yeah, I have to <laughs> Like, why do they spend this much money? Even though it's making yeah. fun of it, I have to agree because if something's all supposed to be happening in one scene and the girl has a different manicure between shots, fucking <laughs> yeah. you fucking uh. ruined it for me. <laughs> or like how when people switch positions, like it happens instantaneously, even though in real life it's usually eight minutes of like, wait, what? What? What's happening? Where? What? You gonna no, stand you know over what? there for a minute? I'm gonna yeah. go one step further. I'm gonna, I'm gonna solo this for a little while just to get myself into the rhythm of it. Then you come back over. Oh God. I don't even like filmic technique. I want it to be just like you see them putting the camera on the dresser and then it stays there the whole time. Like even a cut. I'm, I'm like I'm like a moviegoer in 1912. I'm like, hold on, what just happened? Why did it? Why is another scene happening? But there was just a that's different what, scene. That's what they mean when they say male gaze, right? The male gaze in film is the gaze from the top of a dresser set up next to a bed to watch two homely people have sex. Uh, while your mind kind of also tries to figure out what TV show is playing in the background. The TV, yes! Of course the or, TV's on! Why would you turn the TV off to film your sex? Or super bizarre <laughs> club music that sounds like you should recognize it, but you don't? Why? That's what weird. album never, do you have? Never heard Where this remix of this? In the Club by 50 Cent. <laughs> Did you buy Jock Jams Volume 38? What is this? Oh, hey, I remember that weird infomercial for heated blankets. That's fun. That's there. I guess it's like four o'clock in the morning, wherever they are. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
Okay, and Louisa, what <laughs> Reddit did you get? <laughs> yeah, now that we're an hour into the episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Reddit I got was r slash raw denim, which is a bunch of denim snobs talking about their jeans. Yeah, I didn't even look at it. Okay, yeah, now I'm looking at it. There's like a button. Eh, no, I hate that one. And street art. <laughs> yeah, I can't get behind any clothes that require more maintenance than my car. Sorry. Yeah. What people don't seem to realize is you can just buy jeans and wash them constantly, and then they wear out, and you just buy new jeans. Oh, I I do... Um, I I have started washing jeans less than... Uh, than my other clothes. It's yeah, but bad. that's just because you wear them until they have visible stink lines coming off of them, right? <laughs> uh, no, like, once they or get... is that sta- just me? <laughs> also, I've started washing all of my co- clothes in cold water so that they don't, uh, like, fade or get damaged. Oh, I've done, been doing that for, like, 20 years. That's what you gotta do. You don't want to yeah. sink your clothes. That yeah, helps, but the hot, that helps the hot water jeans, gets all the grease out. Yeah, that's that. the issue. No. Nope. Yep. Gets the all soap that does that. You want to get that's out all that key. stink grease. All that hey, stinky do you guys grease. do this? Because I was thinking about it when I was doing laundry earlier. I think it might be like me trying to make a magical spell happen. Because <laughs> in the summer, I put more detergent in with my clothes. <laughs> that can't be <laughs> and doing And also anything, some right? eye of newt. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that can't be doing anything, right? That's just in I my don't head. measure. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either, but I'm like, summertime definitely needs more detergent. <laughs> that is a little weird. <laughs> right? I guess it's like the true. same logic as like, maybe you shower more often because you're sweatier. Well, that one works, though. Right? Well, okay, yeah, that's also, also like, heat makes everything stink worse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I feel like maybe even if the more detergent isn't helping your clothes get cleaner, it's making your house smell better, which is always a good sign. Oh, well, that's a good thing in the summer. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, do laundry very often because I've gotten into a weird showering pattern. Um, can you explain what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, well, before I lost my job, I was showering, like, every other day, because I didn't really do anything in sat all day in air conditioning. Uh, and now that I don't have a job, I have to be like, oh, it's been a couple days since I showered. I'm going to shower before I leave the house for the first time in a couple days. because, uh, like, I don't do things at all, ever. <laughs> If I don't shower every day, I feel like I'm recovering from, like, pneumonia or something. Yeah, I shower... Oh, I feel like that all the time anyway. (laughs) I shower a minimum of one time a day, and usually two times a day. I just... I can't live less than that. Showering in the evening is so nice. You're like, I'm a new person, and I feel like I just woke up, and it's amazing. Yeah, sometimes I'll sometimes I'll like after work I'll go to the gym and then take a shower and then it's like I have another day like a, an extra day in the, at the end of my other day. Yep, it's you wrote so that uh, novel Time Shower. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is, I'm writing that, that down. The That's a to, good idea. Is that the Time. sequel to Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> <laughs> There's already a sequel to Hot Tub Time Machine. Well, uh, yeah, duh. It's a It's called series. Hot Tub Time Machine too. It's pretty yep. good. <laughs> Uh, did you guys see that movie? The original, yes. The sequel, no. The se- okay. The sequel makes it a point that, um, 
Craig Robinson uh, became very successful by, like, inventing the iPod or, like, inventing a bunch of pop songs, he doesn't get left in the past at the end of the first movie. No, Wait, but he, he does... didn't he tell his teenage self some stuff, though? No, 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 no. When they travel oh. back in time, they are their teenage selves. Oh, that's right. But, yeah. I got but he tells. The premise. But he plays a concert at the ski lodge they're at, and he tells a friend to record it on their Walkman. Mm. So when he leaves, his friend has the tape that he gives to his teenage self, and I guess his teenage self records all of those songs. I guess the teenage self kills the friend so he can keep all the glory. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that makes sense then. Anyway, uh, let's talk about freebies, I guess, right? I guess so. Uh, for five so... minutes before we have to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the page is Freebies! Exclamation point, smiley face. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't really have a banner, it's just blue at the top. It's got a little Reddit alien standing next to an overstuffed mailbox, because they got so many freebies in the mail. And uh, they have a thing about rules for submitting where people can get freebies, and that's pretty much it. <clears throat> Oh man, one of the categories is tobacco. Yeah, I was like... going to say the categories are <laughs> magazines, tobacco, stickers, hygiene, and RIS. <laughs> so, yeah. which stands for rest in something. Sneakers, rest in probably. stuff. Pizza sneakers. <laughs> yep. Uh, what does RIS stand for? I don't know. I still can't figure it out. Reddit instant sales restricted internet service (laughs) no i'm like looking at the frequently asked questions and there is no information (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty par for the course with subreddits though it's like oh are you new here okay well good luck bye screw you (laughs) uh this one is only for physical freebies no contests or referral links or anything. Um, although, I was looking at the top scoring links, and numbers two and three are for Pornhub Premium subscriptions. Which, that's that's a non-physical freebie unless you count the physicality of jerking off to porn. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one does. I don't no think you can count that, because that, that's already a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's God's freebie to you. <laughs> God. <laughs> this, uh, this episode anyway. is risque. The access code <laughs> yeah. is implanted. It's secretly in your brain. You have to <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, the physical yeah. reward is endorphins. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording that this one a, one's... a little later at night yeah, than right. we usually do, and that's getting us pretty ribald, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is seeing Reddit after dark. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do like that the top post of all time is the free f- fruit for kids under 12 at Target thing, which I, I have seen at several Targets. Have you guys seen this? No. Where there's yeah. little baskets of free I've, fruit? I've never seen it, but I like that it's there. There's a lot of them. I think it's on a like location-by-location location ba- basis if they choose to do it, um, but I've seen it in a couple Targets and a couple grocery stores and stuff, too. Uh, I mean, it's... It's just a way for them to get rid of their rotten fruit, right? Like, they just, after the fruit is too old to sell, they just move it to this basket. But no, I it's better than throwing it out. I'm sure they get it super cheap, because it says they're selling it to people over 12 for just 25 cents a piece. 
So they yeah. get it super cheap, and then it's like good PR, and they probably get a tax write-off. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, and like, you know, I bet when people buy bananas, I know I do this all the time, where I pull off the number of bananas I intend to eat from the bundle. Like, I never buy six yeah. bananas. Why the <laughs> fuck do they even sell them in bunches of six? Who eats six bananas before they go back? Anyway. Mm, I sometimes, um, like, if I buy a bunch of bananas, I'll eat, like, two a day to make sure I go through all of them. <laughs> It sounds like the solution to your problems, Jeff, is to just always buy bunches of bananas and then that'll be all you eat and you won't kill yourself with cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I switched to a diet of bananas and fish, it would be like, that's what cavemen ate to become real people, right? You're getting da- dangerously close to, like, men's rights activist <laughs> statements here, I think, Jeff. Is that We're becoming a pale- paleo diet person who won't shut us <laughs> Yeah, <about> exactly. <laughs> is the paleo diet a men's rights thing? <laughs> Maybe not, but it seems like it is to me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, raw meat. It, you know, like, ooh, I, yeah, I eat red meat because that's what cavemen ate. So, like, you know, that's why I also hit women. <laughs> Because that's did what cavemen did in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, God. they probably hit everyone, right? I mean, if we're being real about cavemen, they probably just hit anyone who is nearby yeah. most of the time. Redeem in store. That's what RIS stands for. Oh, okay. Ah. Interesting. I found it. <laughs> um, I guess it's <laughs> like here's a coupon and you take it to the store rather than click this link and fill out information and we're going to mail you a bundle of toilet paper or whatever. I work in a retail store. It's women's clothing, but uh, we occasionally get people who come in with their phone and they're like, oh, I have a coupon for like 90% off everything or something like that. And we're, we always say, oh, can we see that coupon? I don't think our company emailed you a coupon like that. And when they show it, it's always from some crazy, like, coupon site. And we're like, this isn't a real coupon. And people get very confused. But um, a lot of those coupons are just made up. Like, they have no basis in reality. What is the point of coupons? Because it seems like it wastes the people who work there's time, which is costing the company money. And it makes the customers, me, very angry and (laughs) unlikely to stay in the store. So what is the point of them? I think to gather, uh, to do, like, market research. Hmm. Like, to see where people are seeing your ads so that they clip that coupon and then bring it in. I guess that makes sense, but I genuinely don't think I've used a coupon in 20 years. Yeah. Oh, I just used one recently. Uh, Facebook was like, hey, we've noticed through all of our location tracking that you go to Blaze Pizza, so here's a buy one, get one free coupon. Yeah, see, if it's something online where it's like, click this link and then it'll automatically paste a coupon code before you buy whatever, like, I'll probably do that. But if I have to cut out a piece of paper, like, what am I, a caveman (laughs) punching everyone around me? (laughs) That's something I do, speaking of just just slagging off coupon sites like I did, still, when I'm going to place an order for Sephora or somewhere online, I will check and see if there's any free gift with purchase coupons floating around, because I really love that, even if it's something I don't really want. (laughs) Like a little bottle of shampoo, I'm like, ah, yes, free! (laughs) You are the embodiment of me using that book when I was 13 to get that dumb Surge <laughs> yeah. Fisherman's Cap. Yeah, exactly. It's great. 
You can get a free DNA test from the University of Michigan. I'm sure they're not going to use that data for other purposes. Yeah, that's extremely suspicious. They <laughs> yeah. say if uh, something is free for you to use, then you are the product, right? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, deep. man. I kind of want to do it, though. Is that crazy? Yes. Like, what do I, what do I care? I don't have any You're not using that DNA. DNA. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm using it, but I don't care. What what could it possibly tell you though? <laughs> like what do you need yeah, to know from what's, it? What's what's freaking me out about it is it doesn't say what they're testing your DNA for. <laughs> like are they just gonna write back a letter that's like yes? <laughs> mm, yes all your blood's bad. Good oh, job. That's it. The test is free, and then they're like, You tested positive for these ten conditions. <laughs> Give us money to find out which ones. I thought you were gonna say you tested positive for DNA. You have it. <laughs> Good job. You're not a plant. <laughs> Bad news. You tested plants positive. Have DNA. Good I news. Plants it's your DNA. We're only classified as having some lesser thing than DNA. Is that not true? No. Yeah. Uh, DNA. Sub DNA. <laughs> yeah. I think they have DNA. I think I'm pretty bacteria sure they do, only yeah. have RNA, but I think plants have DNA. Mm. Oh man! If we're wrong, people are gonna get so mad at us. <clears throat> oh well. Um, I'm trying to find coupons that I want to use on this site. Is that wrong or weird? <laughs> uh, Jeff, are there any good we, ones? We took a solemn oath to take nothing of value away from Reddit <laughs> when we started this show. <laughs> Damn, I was looking for a Pizza Hut coupon. I kind of want to eat Pizza Hut. Can't you just sign up for their emails and they'll send you 50 coupons yeah, a day? Yeah, <laughs> they send me two coupons a week for Pizza Hut. And they don't even deliver to my house, guys. <laughs> Get away from oh, that's me. such a shame. Leave me alone. Oh, I wonder, maybe, because I want to go see um, The Big Sick and War of the Planet of the Apes uh, this weekend, so maybe there's some movie theater coupons. I feel like I'm yeah, just going to type... Be, it's going to be movie a gross movie never, theater. Uh, yeah. Movie theaters never have to give you coupons, because you want to go see the movie. Like, you're seeking it out, and they don't have to give you shit. Yeah, yeah but that's somebody true. like somebody like Fandango might give you coupons because they are trying desperately to prove that they have some value because they are <laughs> almost useless and pointless. Middle I literally just searched thing, movie. Yeah, but here's the thing: they never give coupons for any movie that has come out within the last week. No, you can sometimes get the like free preview screening uh, passes. I've never seen that. Counterpoint, mm-hmm. why would anyone ever want to go see a movie that came out within the past week? That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Yes. I mean, that's specifically why I want to go to the movies this weekend, because I've been looking forward to these movies and they just came out tonight. Listen, I've been looking forward to the new Spider-Man movie so much, but I'm still going to wait like two weeks before I see it, because I don't want to be surrounded by the kind of people who want to see Spider-Man so much. <laughs> uh, just go on like a Saturday or Sunday morning. The theater will be empty by now. I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to go see it on a weeknight next week. I think Oh, that's, that's the, a good idea, that's too. the prime yeah. time to do it. Speaking of coupons, usually, like, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, movie theaters will give you a really good discount just to see a movie. Yeah, my theater yeah. does $5 tickets on Tuesday nights. I love when there's a thing and it's like, well, we've got these empty seats, so a dollar like <laughs> yeah. you know it's not going to cost us any more for you to be here than anyone than to not have you here you so come by our popcorn <laughs> that's really what they want you to do and listen i'll do it if you gave me a free uh, movie theater ticket i would absolutely spend 30 dollars on snacks <laughs> yeah 
I usually do anyway, if we're being completely honest. So you're going to get a small popcorn and a bottle of water, am I right? Oh, High Seinfeld. Five. High five. Se- High five, Seinfeld. <laughs> Hashtag am I, Seinfeld. Am I the weirdo that never buys snacks at the movies? Is that unusual? I never do. I don't. Yeah, you should, though. Often. I, if I go to, like, a little, like, theater that's, like, a mom-and-pop theater, I will buy so many fucking snacks. But if I go to a big theater, I will have, like, lifesavers in my purse. Nope, you're both wrong. (laughs) A nice treat sometimes is to go to the dine-in theater and get, like, a full, like, I guess, like, TGI Friday's tears meal. Those are so expensive, I couldn't believe it. I only went to one of those once. I yeah. went to a dine-in theater once and just got three beers, and I really enjoyed whatever movie that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a Transformer. Who knows? I, I think it was um, Crimson Peak, which was not oh, a man. great movie. It was fine, but it was way better so boring. after drinking three beers. <laughs> it was so close to being a good movie. It just I needed see- to be like half an hour shorter and like, R-rated. Yeah, it was it was really good at at making an, a creepy atmosphere, and then the actual like stuff that happened in it was very stupid. Yeah, the only cool part is when Loki gets a knife just stuck in his face, like, and it's it, then he just like slowly pulls it out. Like, obviously that wouldn't kill him in one hit, uh, and that was pretty gruesome and cool. And then all the whole movie built around that cool moment, I assume, was kind of boring. Yeah, uh, you you really wanted it to be, like, it could have been so cool if they just decided not to do CGI for the ghosts, but because mm. they did, it was like, oh my god, she's being haunted by Tron. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of, like, wet polygons. <laughs> yes. Oh god. How do, we've talked about this every episode of this podcast, how do people still think that CGI can ever look good in a movie? I don't know. It's really strange because, like, when it... Like, the things that they've gotten to look good look fine and you don't notice. Like, filling out a skyline when they're faking the city, that looks fine. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, far away and it's not moving. But, like, even... Like, we've got pretty good at making, like, vehicles and stuff, but even Iron Man looks worse than he did in 2008 when it was mostly a real suit, and now it's mm. mostly not, and it just looks bad. Yeah, but I speaking think you, of uh, Iron I Man, think something I think they're getting better at is uh, doing flashbacks where they have actors look younger. I think yeah, that's, that's getting true. better and better, and that is a pretty cool effect. That, that was very true. good in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I was really worried about it because we knew what Kurt Russell looked like in the mid-80s, and uh, they did it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what he looked like. Wow. <laughs> I heard that he just recorded that in the mid-80s. They didn't, <laughs> yeah, just in case. Yeah, they they didn't know what for, but he was like, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> what do you need me to we'll do? See. Get out of a car, make out with a girl, and talk about a weird pod? I can do that. Yeah. That's <laughs> most movies he's in. That would be actually really great if, <laughs> this is another great Saturday Night Live sketch, just have an actor, whoever the special guest is that week, do like a bunch of clips for movies for that that could be flashbacks in a movie when they're older. Mm-hmm. Just like them That's yelling sort of angrily like a, at their dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a riff on the, um, on the news anchor practicing the, uh, expected deaths. Oh, yeah, yeah I exactly. Love that sketch. <laughs> Taft was uh, torn apart by wolves. Is that how that goes? <laughs> uh. Uh, yep. 
So we're always talking about how we want to write all these movies. Should we get into doing practical effects instead? Because that seems to be what we think movies need most these days. Yes, I thought you were going to suggest that we write a screenplay, and I was going to be like, yeah, okay. No, I think we should all get super good at doing practical special effects instead. Yes, I will get super good at miniatures, because I'm already interested in that. Anyway, what are you guys going to do? I will get into robotics in a big way. I'm already halfway there. (laughs) I want to be the guy who has to make the, like wet rubber molds to put over the robot stuff so it looks like uh, <laughs> torn apart um, uh, what's that guy's name? John Hurt or whoever? <laughs> yeah, is if From you could Alien? just... Is that what you're talking about? Uh, actually, I was trying to think of... Hmm, nope, it's gone. Can you just practice making it look like a dude's head is exploding with bugs? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's basically, like, I'll just do whatever the guy did when they were making the thing that drove him insane, because it was so hard. Alright, cool. So, Jeff is gonna go insane, I'm gonna build Johnny Five, and Louisa is going to, uh, just build dollhouses, I guess? Yeah, pretty much. I imagine Jeff is gonna turn into a real HR Giger, where everything becomes genital-shaped and shiny all the time. I'm going to cover that Johnny Five in uh, rubber skin and baby oil so it looks really upsetting. (laughs) Wait, are we describing unrealistic porn again? I I lost track. (laughs) Yeah, that's the future of porn. Really good robots. Oh, man. You know what, though? Ten years ago, maybe not ten years ago, thirty years ago, if you'd said that that was the future of film, people would have thought you were crazy. Maybe it is the future of porn. No, the future of films is realistic robots. Oh. So maybe the future of porn is realistic robots. Yeah, that might I, be okay. Yes, Wait, but I the think present people of... have imagined that the future of porn was realistic robots since, like, 1920. <laughs> That's right. true. Wait, when the did present... Heavy Metal magazine start coming out? <laughs> the present of film isn't super realistic robots, so they were wrong. Um, what about a little movie called... <laughs> Battery is not included. <laughs> <laughs> Bicentennial Man is a good choice too, though. <laughs> uh, uh, I love those robots right. in uh, Batteries Not Included. They definitely stayed on the right side of the Uncanny Valley because they I don't, don't remember anything like anything yeah, exactly. except for robots. Aren't, they look like aren't they just drones? <laughs> yeah, they're great, yeah. and everyone loves them. I don't think you know what the Uncanny Valley is. <laughs> I do. If they looked more human, they would be creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> they're just, like, not near the valley. They're just yeah. over on a different hill. Yeah, they that's stayed like away saying, from the valley. <laughs> that's like saying the thing I liked best about Milo and Otis is how that dog and cat stayed away from the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, think for a second about about kids' movies that star live-action dogs and cats and how they CGI them nowadays, and tell Um, me that the strength of Violet Otis isn't what they stay away from the Uncanny Valley. God damn it, you're right. (laughs) Oh, you've blown my mind. Uh, I can't believe that she won this argument. That's ridiculous. (laughs) All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, If you could tell one person this week about how great our podcast is, then we will send you a free nothing. Don't be as sarcastic about it as Matt just was. Yeah, sorry. How great our podcast is. (laughs) Or you can be. Like, if you're saying it, I don't really care the tone you use. Mm -hmm. 
hey, you should check out this really great podcast. You're doing the jerk-off motion, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's rolling God's, his eyes. It's God's gift to me. <laughs> Tipping over a glass of water. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, at seeingreddit. Uh, and I'm going to look up some folks that did that so that we can say hi to them. But in the meantime, Jeff, why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at J3FK, our uh, Instagram, JeffJK, Etsy.com slash shop slash online. I will make any Pearl or Bead commissions. I also have some stuff up on the shop. Um, and also I can put a sticker on them that will make them work as Amiibos. Shh, don't tell Nintendo. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash jeffjk, and there, if you give me $1 a month, uh, this is more appealing to probably my Creepypodsta fans, but I, I read stories that we've covered on Creepypodsta on there to a month, and I'll do a piece of writing also. Uh, I think I already posted July's piece of writing. It was a comic book pitch for a Power Rangers-like comic um, that I ended up not going through with because the publisher had some similar Sentai and Magical Girl projects in the pipeline. Um, uh, they didn't take my other pitch either, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, I, is that everything? Oh, don't follow me if you're, like, a weird right-wing person that listens to this podcast for some reason. I had a couple of those requesting on my Twitter page, and it made me uncomfortable because all of their tweets used slurs for people that I like. Yeah, actually, if you're a re- weird right-wing person who listens to our podcast, just go ahead and stop. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that download. We'll replace you with someone nice. Yep. Or I mean, or you could just go fuck yourself if you want. <laughs> yeah. That is I mean, yeah. gift to you. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can keep listening as you drive your car into the sea. <laughs> yes. Just is there a sea in America? <laughs> Do if, we have any seas? If you if you want to prove to. Uh, to us that you're a true fan and a right winger, extreme right winger, just stare at the sun until you go blind. (laughs) (laughs) Then it'll be really easy to drive your car into the sea. (laughs) You might do it by accident. Anyway. Uh, right. Louisa, how do people find you? I thought Jeff wasn't done, because he never said uh, that he was done. Did you mention your Patreon? No. Yeah, I did. I talked about it uh, at length. Well, I wasn't listening. (laughs) <laughs> As usual. That a little bit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird and on Instagram and Snapchat at Louisa Heron. People haven't done that, but they could. I put a lot of food <laughs> pictures on Instagram. Uh, and quick thanks to uh, to our usual fans, Tanner uh, and Evan and Gareth. You guys are really doing. Uh, God's work out there. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go, go forth and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm really sorry, you guys. I don't know. I couldn't stop myself once it started happening. Really? Is that the thing you're going to apologize for in this episode? Is saying that our feds are doing God's work? That's not that bad compared to the rest of it. Well, the part where I said that the part that doing God's work is jerking off. <laughs> Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh my god, that's the part that I was saying no for. No, no, no. I started. I just started blocking it out. I guess. <laughs> oh man, we need to stop 
or stop doing late night recordings or do them way more often. I'm not sure which. Uh, anyway, um, so if you like this episode, please come back next time. And in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments, please. <laughs> <laughs> I... You gotta keep it together, Louisa. Come on, you can do it. Just one more word. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me but the trouble is like even domesticated fruits have been you know uh domesticated and sugared up yeah, yeah they inject them with corn syrup because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be that sugar and then is so and then nice. i dunk them in corn syrup before i eat them <laughs> It helps it slide down your gullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no chewing those... allowed, and it's bad for your teeth. You know those pies that have fruit on top and then, like, a thick layer of clear glaze? Is that just what? corn syrup? Do you know what I'm talking about? You must know I what do, I'm yes. talking about. It's gelatin, is what it is. Oh God, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but it's a traditional technique. Oh, is this better the pie? Than corn syrup, I suppose. Is this the pie that those very realistic-looking candles uh, are styled after? <laughs> kind of, yeah.